Hey everybody, you're listening to a brand new episode of Saul's Life with me, your host, Saul. And I'm super excited to start this week's episode off. I've got my main man, Ross, with me on this one. And, um, you know, we've got some uh, some stuff we want to talk about. Um, so without further ado, I'll go ahead and um, get him on here and um, we'll go ahead and get started. I hope everyone's had a good week. And uh, I hope everybody is also aware that uh, early voting has started in a lot of places. So uh, do yourself a favor. Um you know, get to know the candidates, get to know the people you're voting for, and uh, please make a educated decision. <laughs> so uh, when we get back, I'll have Ross with me, and uh, we're just going to go over some of the things that uh, that have happened um, this past week uh, since we last spoke. Thanks, guys. And I'd like to welcome everybody back to uh, this week's new episode of Saul's Life. Um, I'm joined by my main man, my right hand man, (laughs) the one and only, my conciliary, my consig, yes sir, (laughs) my my you know kind of attorney (laughs) without without the law degree, my man Ross. What's up, man? (laughs) Yo, I'm chilling, my brother. I'm chilling, just uh. You know, figuring out like just these weather reports be mad. Like, un- I I don't know. I feel like when we were younger, <laughs> the reports were either we just didn't pay attention or they were more accurate. But like, you know, I've been waiting for this. I mean, yo, hey, no, I, you know, no disrespect to anybody who got affected by it. I know, like, it supposedly like, was going up north and all that stuff. But it's not just about this storm that missed. What was it, uh, Isaias? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Isaiah, you know, it's not only about this one, it's just like recently, like, you know, even before the even before the, the crazy uh pandemic that's been keeping us home for uh the last five months now, you know, we're talking about like, oh, you know, trying to plan a trip to the beach, and then they'd be like, yo, it's gonna rain from like 10 to 5, and then you're like, all right, we're not going to the beach. Then you look at the weather report again. It's like, oh, yeah, rain's going to start at three. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've been trying to get this yard work done. Like, luckily, I was able to cut the grass um, last week. You know what I mean? Like, we're trying to keep the grass looking right. And so, um, you know, I was able to do that last week. But just so that it doesn't get, like, exorbitantly high, it's like, yo, let's go ahead and cut the grass, you know, tomorrow or whatever. And then it's like, nah, can't. Weather report's crazy. All right, cool. We won't cut the grass. Then it looks like it's fine, and then you're like, ah, I'm gonna go ahead and risk it. Then the skies are gray, and you're like, ah, nah, we're gonna get rain, dog. Because because you don't want to start cutting the grass, and then you got half your shit cut down. You looking like your, your house looking like Method Man in that all all video. Uh, you know how I wanted to grow my hair out so bad just to do that. Yeah, my, my mom, my mom, my mom, my mom laughed at me, but it was that scary laugh, like go ahead and try and see what happens. So I did. I didn't have the balls to to do. No. I couldn't, uh, my mom said I couldn't have, I couldn't grow my hair out because drug dealers had long hair. And she was right, damn and it. They, and, they right. To, and they used to hide drugs in their hair. So I was like, all right, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I, I couldn't have a pager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, shout out. <laughs> you know, I couldn't have, yo, I couldn't have earrings. You know, so I wanted to have like a nice little stud in my ear. Couldn't. Bro, forget about it. 
Shout out, shout out to uh to an Andrea out there for having a pager. Yo, back son, in the day. Son, I, I was I was telling Do you I remember was, that? Hell yeah, son. Come on, man. Dude, she let me she let me borrow that thing. How I must, I must have been what 15 years old. I thought I was the man. Yo, you were the man, son. You were the man. Waiting for the, waiting for the 143 to come across. That's on right, that baby. That 143, baby. <laughs> that 143. Or the best part was when uh when you'd be kicking it at your friend's house and then somebody calls me like, hey, this this so-and-so did somebody call from this number? And, <laughs> and then your friend be like, yo, who called so-and-so? Maybe I go, me, I called her. I was me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, those were the days. Man, Ross, do the domesticated stuff. I got a long guy. So I don't really have to worry about it. I mean, I can, yo, yo, you so gangster. <laughs> Talking about some doing domesticated stuff. You're doing big baller stuff, mister. <laughs> I got no job. You got a long guy. I mean, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're doing all right, man. You're doing all right. Don't be putting my business out like that, man. Like <laughs> You do it, I man. If you got a lawn guy, I, I yo, I got a lawn guy too. I do, but um, man, I just feel some sort of way about paying somebody to do my yard, man. Like, not me. <laughs> like I just, it's like ah, yo, I gotta put that money out, and then you try to add it up. Like yo, if he comes, if he comes four times this month, it's gotta be that much. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, you're right. my guy, my guy comes, my guy comes every Wednesday, every Wednesday around anywhere from ten to noon, as long as the weather permits, he's here. Which is funny, and and the reason why I'm saying it's funny is because in our last house we had a long guy. And it was like, yeah, 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 he comes through, and then we didn't even care, you know. Say so like I didn't even care, but for some reason out here, I'm like ah, I'm but yeah, we might. We might break down. Bruh, do, hey, do do whatever you got to do, man. Listen, you know I. I, I, I'll be 100% honest, you know this, and a lot of our friends, close friends know this, but may, maybe some of our listeners don't know this. You know, I'm not much of a outdoorsy <laughs> yard work type of guy. You know? I wasn't, wasn't going to put you out. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, there's a, you know, I, 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 I live on a lake now. Uh, so, talk that talk. bro, there's a lot of critters out here, you know, that I've noticed. Um, throughout the years that I've been here at this house, and uh, I've definitely seen a couple snakes already in my yard, uh, like little black racers. Nothing, you know, nothing too crazy. Um, but just the other day, uh, I think it was like last week, I'm walking out to the car to go run some errands, uh, and I'm, and I almost stepped into like a a snake carcass. You know what I mean? Like it was like a dead snake cut up. Oh, like, like that. Oh, wow, bro. I mean, I didn't see it because, uh, I mean, it was just blended in, but there were a bunch of flies flying around. It looked like maybe like a, a cat had gotten to it um, or like maybe one of those, like some some osprey or some big old bird that I got. My man. So, um, bro, this thing was so I was like, oh, my goodness. I, immediately, I thought of the, <laughs> of the of one of the few times I mowed the lawn when I was a kid at mom's house. Yeah, I remember. That's why. <laughs> I mean, chop, a snake hit. I hit a snake with the lawnmower. I, I was traumatized, man. I, I can't. I, Yo, know. that's funny, man. My wife found a saw a snake in our garage last. Ooh. Yeah, she saw a snake in our garage last. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not not too worried about them because they're not poisonous. The one the one she saw is like a garden snake. 
you know, so it's whatever. I know I'll tell you right now, my son is, my son is terrified. Like he's cool with like animals, but he's not like even our dog. He don't really mess with our dog like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's his dog. He's you know a what I'm smart. Saying? He's a smart boy. That's well, why. he don't even really mess with the dog like that. Like we're like, yo, go ahead and pet. He's like, all right, I'll pet her because y'all said something. But yeah, nah, because he knows. He knows. He, he knows what's up. Ugh, I'm telling you, I I I can't do it. I but I don't want to. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say I have like some jungle that I live in. I've got beautiful like butterflies everywhere. There's all sorts of. Crazy birds. I was talking talk to Mark that about talk, it. baby. Talk that talk. Bro, I'm, I've never seen birds. I mean, you know, the, the reddest cardinals you've ever seen, like the bluest blue jays you've ever seen. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I love where I'm at, but I definitely you sound, you sound like uh, you sound like this guy I know called Donald, the reddest, oh, reddest oh, cardinals you've oh. ever seen, <laughs> the bluest blue jays, <laughs> the just the best, simply, simply seen. the best birds. You have the best birds in Central <laughs> Florida. <laughs> oh man, um, man, I'm trying to think. What have I been up to? I, nothing. I saw my, I went and saw my mom and my nieces uh, yesterday. That was fun. Um, Giz, that just found out, man. So a couple of days ago, uh, maybe it was like on Friday, found out Gizmo's kidneys are failing. Oh dang, bro! I I cried half that day, like all morning damn, long. I you love animals, damn. Bro, and I never thought in my I mean, I love Gizmo with all my heart. So let me, you know, for people who don't know, um, so I don't have a dog at this house, you know, where I live at at my house right now. Um, we have a dog. Uh, it was at my mom's house. It was my sister's uh, originally my sister's boyfriend from I don't even know when, man, like two thousand and three or something. Uh, Fabian <laughs> was his name Fabian? No, Adrian. That's right. It was Adrian? Yes, you. Yeah. Adrian. Yes, That's Adrian. Whoever. Yes, you talked about the graduation. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> my sister's married. Got two kids now. Anyways, <laughs> um, you know, seventeen years ago, my man decides to get my sister a puppy, uh, and it's this little Papillon, this little dog, and. uh I hated it at first. I was like, man, I know you did. So much noise. Oh, bro. That first night, I let him sleep in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I did. Because it was just, you know, a little puppy. And my mom had him downstairs, you know, in the laundry room. And um, I mean, you just hear him whining and whining. And it's just like so sad. And, uh, you know, we were just inseparable since that day. I mean, he knew who I was. I knew who he was. It, it, and it's insane because you know if you're a dog owner, um, you know the you, you know what I'm talking about. If yeah. you know if you have that connection with the dog, yeah. So um, it, you know it's wild. And uh, you know I leave for college, I come back, you know it's like I never left. Uh, I move away. I, every time I come visit, you know Gizmo knows what's up. Gizmosis. Oh um, well, yeah, Gizmosis Bruce Jones the third. Yeah. But um, and there's no first or second. We just thought the third sounded very regal. And it is, <laughs> it is very regal. So shout out to you. But uh, but yeah, man. So my sister, um, you know, he he lives with my sister and, and the nieces. Uh, uh, you know, have experienced Gizmo, and uh, yeah, his kidneys are failing. So yeah. my sister, uh, we, I I I. So from what I 
when I left yesterday, I left before, but I think they had a an appointment with the vet at five because they took him to the vet on Friday on some emergency type ish. And, um, you know, I, I spent the day with him yesterday and then I think they, they took him to the vet. So I think they're putting him on like doggy dialysis. I think my sister is going to has to learn how to inject, you know, inject them. Cause uh. man, I saw him yesterday and we saw him. We're like, yo, this guy's too vibrant still. Like look at him now. Now he's jumping, you know, like, like, I, I'm t- I'm telling you, man. I cried. I'm I'm gonna. I I can't believe that I felt. No, I believe you, man. So much for this for this dog, but um, you know, it's it's insane. No, I so, believe you, man. We are. Um... Yeah. So so hopefully he'll be all right for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, you know, the dialysis stuff, you know, might work. You know, we got to inject them. So we'll see how it's. Uh, my sister, I guess we'll see how he handles that. Yeah, because um, that's gonna be tough. Because he's, you know, it's a little papillon. The dog weighs what, maybe eight pounds? 10 yeah, pounds, he's not even. Like he wasn't even ten pounds. He, yeah, he. You know, so seventeen uh, years old. I, I believe this dog might be already holding it down. Yeah, bro. So I can't. You know, this dog. I, I can't. I, you know, if it goes, it's gonna be a very sad day, a very dark day for me. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, no, you you never realize how much you care about these animals, man. Like we we lost our dog earlier this year. Oh. And um, and I mean, it was just like, I mean, of course, I love Casper, love taking care of him, but I didn't know how much he was a part of our family until he was gone. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, damn. So and yeah, man, like teared up, teared up for a couple of days, too. Like, it was just like various things would just remind you of him and things like that. So, yo, my heart goes out to to, to the Hayes clan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. But um, so I did that um yesterday. Let me see. I got a chance to be featured on Brandon's podcast. Oh, word! Damn, you're yeah, you're behind my back. No, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so, so I, I, Brandon, so that's my listeners. friend. No, so that's my friend. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. Me... So, um, so for for our listeners who don't know, Brandon was on was on my podcast um, a few months ago, and um, I, I met him through Ross. Ross, He's my son's godfather. Goddamn it! Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you know they know each other. Um, and and I explained when 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 I was on Brandon's uh, pod yesterday, um, how you, you just how close of a relationship we have. So the fact that you, you know, I, I I see how you interact with with him, and and you don't bring around a lot of people like that. So it's like all right, well, automatically it's love and it's family because you know I, I trust Ross's judgment on all this yeah yeah off, yeah word, word. you know and, and it is what it is it's just like this so it's like all right man Ross brought this guy in so it's it's funny how I was telling him I was like yeah man I um you know I, I just thought it was just Brandon like yeah Ross's boy all right whatever you know come to find out after I do a little snooping and after I I do the Juneteenth or uh, attended his Juneteenth event that he had the Zoom Juneteenth event yeah um bro this guy is like big time. Yo, I will tell you this much. Like, Brandon is definitely one of the most talented people that I know, if not the most talented person that I know. And, yes. And you know what I'm saying? Like, 
and he works. You know what I'm saying? He works on his craft. Like, he doesn't play around. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, been so great to be a part of his life just to watch him through all these various stages of, of his career in terms of being a creative and just doing stuff. You know what I mean? He was the first person to come to me about the idea of podcasts back in like 2005, 2006. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Mm-hmm. You say? And, and here we are, like, he's out here, like he's produced shows. Hell, okay, so at St. John's, this dude produced a dance show, bro. <laughs> what? He, he literally produced a dance showcase. You know what I'm saying? Where like he choreographed some dances. He had he had like various acts. I mean, that's how he met his wife. You know what I'm saying? Like through through like casting her for one of his dance shows, B. Who they like Lynn Manuel Miranda? Yo, straight <laughs> up, son. Who Brandon up, Brandon Lynn Brandon Miranda? Lynn Brandon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lynn Brandon. Yes, bro. Yes. Oh man. Yes. And I am. Um, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I mean, I was just gonna say, I, you know, it, it, it really hit me because I'm thinking, you know, it, 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 so, so I guess if I can try to further explain this without insulting any of us, yeah, please, do. <laughs> please insult away. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's Brandon, you know, or it would be like, it's just one of the guys, it's just one of us, whatever. They're not, uh, they're not doing really doing anything, whatever. All right, yeah, who cares? And they're. Going, and they come to find out, it's like, oh yeah, hold on, wait a second. This man is this man's doing doing things. This I mean, guy's legit. And, and 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 it's and it's amazing because not that I wouldn't expect it from any of us. You know what I mean? I'm just right. saying it, it's it's funny because between well, speaking for you and I, <laughs> <laughs> I know how lazy. I can be. <laughs> Yo, what about me? Talk about some. Yo, my tongue is heavy. <laughs> Bro, exactly. exactly. You're, yeah, see, your tongue gets heavy. You know what I'm saying? So, what, it's just, it, it's funny, you know, whenever, it's just funny to see all of us uh, succeeding the way we kind of are. You know what I mean? Because it, it's just like, oh, yeah, well, we knew that they were capable of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, I mean, we. So, I mean, you remember we used to make videos and shit. <laughs> oh, dude, I, you know, and what I would do, I, you know, I think I have them. I actually have a lot of them here. Um, <laughs> to get the, I gotta get them on like, I gotta, I gotta get them on a, on a hard drive. We were jackass Cause, cause, before jackass, huh? Yes, bro. I'm talking about we were doing some wild, <clears throat> some funny videos. Yeah. Um But <laughs> like, I mean, really funny ahead of their time. But um, yeah. So so I got a chance to be on Brandon's pod. Um, what y'all talk about? Every, well, it, it's it's the what kind of mayo. So what kind of mayo? Everybody season one and two are out. Yeah. And um, man, excuse me, I can't stop coughing. I got something in my in my throat here. Um, but yeah. So seasons one and two are out. I'm featured on season three. It'll the season all of season three will be released August twenty first, and that's on on every platform. Uh, what kind of mayo again by Brandon Collins? Yeah, um, but gave me an episode of Doug to watch. So- <laughs> <laughs> you watch Doug funny because the podcast is is about Doug, but you know, kind of relating it to Brandon's life. No, trust me, I know. I, 
Number one, <laughs> to the first episode. Number two, low key, my wife is a big fan of that podcast. Like, really? Like, <clears throat> yo, like she listens to it on the way to work. She listens to it at work. So I should say that she listens to it on the way home. Yeah. Work. <laughs> well, it's it's it. So you know, because I was gonna be featured on there, and we're gonna watch it. I was like, man, I've only listened to like the first two or three. Honestly, let me binge watch or let me binge listen to all of these. And um, I can honestly say that I am a I am a fan of of, of that podcast one hundred percent. And I I can see where Maria's coming from. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it grew on me, and I, I couldn't. You know, the first, the first couple ones, I'm thinking, man, this guy is out of his mind. What? Yeah, he's that. No, he's he's definitely out of his mind. <laughs> no, no, it's no. like, all right, but you know, you get into it, and then you know, you start to reminisce about Doug, because Doug, for me, you know, it, it's funny because I, I just like he relates to Doug funny. I relate a lot to Doug funny as well. Um, but just uh. Uh, you know, I, I guess in a completely different way, especially after listening to, <laughs> to his listening podcast. To, to his podcast. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but no, but it was good, and and we spoke about that episode. Uh, I don't want to, I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. Um, I want everyone to kind of tune in uh, on August 21st when it comes out. But uh, he also has a uh, medium popcorn. Yeah, and uh, Mike Brown, I believe, is his co-host. Am, am I Justin, right about Justin that? Brown? Justin Brown, I'm sorry. Justin Mike Brown. Brown. Mike Brown was his the old basketball coach. This is no, no, because this is funny. Again, this is a testament to how talented it was, and this is weird that this episode took this turn. It's like a a Brandon Collins, uh, a Brandon Collins puff piece. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Well, you know, but I, I had to get it out there. But that's go okay. ahead. That's okay because Brandon is my man, so I don't mind talking to him for twenty <laughs> to thirty minutes. Talking about him rather for twenty to thirty minutes, but um. Yeah, um, Mike Brown was his was his writing partner. He used to produce a show called Copy Outliers, like you yes. know, stand up. I used to and follow Mike, that. There you go. So Mike Brown was his partner for that, and then Justin Brown um, is his partner for Medium Pop Pop uh, Medium Popcorn Podcast. Are they related? Not at all. Oh, okay, so no relation. All no right, relation, guys. son. Brown and Brown, no relation. But no, yeah, Brown and Brown, no relation. Ooh, that sounds like a nice little rhyme to start. Yeah. <laughs> brown brown right. no relation. Yeah, yeah, I might write that. So, down. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so uh, you know, he's got that going on, and I didn't realize how how big of a deal that one kind of was. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know, just yesterday before he interviewed me on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. My man interviewed Jamie Fox. Yeah, yeah. Like the Jamie Foxx. Jamie motherfucking Fox, B. Like uh, you know, the Jamie Foxx show, like uh what's up, bro ham? Like Yeah, 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 yeah. I might need security, Jamie. Like uh in the new movie, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah, like in living color, Jamie Foxx. Oh, I mean talented Jamie and honestly, I don't think Jamie Foxx gets a lot like like gets the credit he deserves. Yeah. Um, because this guy, I mean, he really is talented. And I, I think a lot of people forget about his R&B, uh, late nineties years, funny. like his that's CD, funny. because that was some of the hardest R&B, just, just music I've ever heard in my life. Well, and the album know, was called Peep This. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, it was just, you, the man can sing, the man, the, the man, the man can act. 
obviously because of Ray and everything else. All but, right. Um, it, it it crazy to me when I saw that. Let's that Mike let's was shift. Like, Yo, I just interviewed Jamie Foxx. Let's shift because you're the one who actually introduced me to Jamie Foxx, the R and B singer. Oof. You know, Yo, shout and, out to Napster, bro. You know, yeah, real talk, <laughs> real talk. What was that? I think the song was "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Our Love." That was. Oh, I will remember bro. that piano riff forever. One of the one of the cleanest songs I've ever heard. If I can find <laughs> it, I'll put it at the beginning of the podcast, and everybody on Anchor can hear it if they want. But if not, try to find it. Jamie Foxx, "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Our Love." Yeah, was one you, of the you put me on to that, yo, and bro, I was like, wow. And and when you put me on to that, was like maybe like early two thousands, and that song was so. If it's early two thousand, you're saying Napster, so we're talking about at least. 2001 maybe like 02 and that song came out like mid 90s oh like i wanted it was like 97 or 98 yeah. or something it that was song came out mid 90s bro and, and and i had never heard of it because i didn't know jamie fox i didn't know jamie fox the singer i just knew jamie fox like you said from the jamie fox show yeah and his stand-up is classic and color. shout out to greg brown <laughs> my boy greg is right. he related? Is he related to Mike and, and Justin? No, no. Greg Brown is a, is a white guy, right. completely, right. completely unrelated. Right. So, yeah, right. speaking, we got a lot of Browns, and you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? hey man. But um, shout out to Greg because Greg loves Jamie Fox, uh, the comedian, or just Jamie Fox in general. But he loves his stand up. Yo, I like, yo, um, yeah. You know, it's um, it's a sorry. I got like a weird little notification that came up saying something about my. My Apple ID. That's kind All of right, bro. Pay your bills, bro. No, nah, no, nah, not like that. It's saying it's being used or something. I'm gonna have to check it out. Bro, you gotta watch who you be giving out these these uh these logins and passwords to, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if they ain't put in on it, you know, say by the time I'm trying to use it, I'm gonna get kicked out because you gave it out to some other fool. Nah, 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 nah. I don't, I don't, I, 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 nah. We good. We good. We good. But um. Uh, I was gonna say he he loves to stand up and he put me and and I started wa- and I watched it again probably like last year, and um, Jamie Foxx is still is still classic. It's timeless. It's hilarious. Yeah, I I've been trying to get Maria to watch. I might need security for almost ten years now. <laughs> yeah, because it used to be on Netflix and she fell asleep. On yes, Netflix. she works nights. But um, yeah, I I've been trying to get her to watch it for like ten years. And boom, since we're giving our shout out, shout out to my boy Delon Stone uh, in Maryland, PG County. He was the one who made me watch Live from the Foxhole. Oof. Because I kept telling him, like, I kept telling, we kept talking about I might need security. Then he was like, well, did you see Live from the Foxhole? And I was like, nah. And then boom, I watched it. And then turns out, again, back to Napster. Um, what was the other ones? LimeWire, Kazaa. Turns out a couple of songs that I really liked which were like him singing live were the songs that he did at the end of that. Like he did like a nice little Luther impression. He did a nice little Prince impression. And that was from that. And yeah, yeah. He's, he's like you said, man, he's good. He's solid. Shout out to yeah. Jay Fox, yo. So like I said, Brandon interviewed him and I saw that uh, maybe, you know, four hours before I was going to go on with him. Yo, so do you feel like an esteemed, prestigious guest? You know, I and I really do. 
because <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't believe that. And he also direct, he also interviewed the shout out the director of of, of I think that movie that's Love and Basketball, huh? Oh, I thought you were talking about the director of Love and Basketball because he. Interviewed- oh, that's who it was, the director of Love and Basketball. Yeah, bro. When I saw that, I was like, okay. So I, I mean, people are gonna watch his stuff, and you know, maybe by chance they might watch me. <laughs> Why, <laughs> not, mean, Why, Why not? Why are you laughing? Yeah, well, no, but but it, you know, it, it really is kind of crazy, you know, to think like, man, I can't believe like. I, you know, this guy really interviewed these people, and um, he's just so personable still, and like a regular yo, dude. Okay, so so yo, this is. <laughs> I'm gonna treat him. I'm gonna treat him like I would treat you if I ever saw him. No, that's with a lot of disrespect. So. <laughs> <laughs> False narrative. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck, yo. So I would never disrespect me in my life. Not even <laughs> on some, like. Not even on some, like I'm gangster. It's just man, my man is full of love. So. You, know, you, can, you can rest assured, you'll be treated well, Brandon. If oh you- yeah. I mean, in a good way. No disrespect in a good way. In the best no, way let, me, let me put you on, son. So this is no respect. I'm sorry. So, so Gina Prince Blythewood, she's the director of Love and Basketball. But I'm sure that he interviewed her because of that other movie she directed. You know, the number one movie on Netflix right now, The Old Guard. The Old Guard with Charlize Theron. Yeah, but because I'm so black, I don't even pay attention to The Old Guard. I'm all about Love and Basketball. Yo, I, so I saw The Old Guard. I have yet to watch it, sir. I um I need to watch the last twenty minutes of it again because I kind of fell asleep. No <laughs> disrespect to the movie, um you know, but it was just the I saw what they were trying to get at and I mm-hmm. liked it because I was like, all right, Charlize Theron, you know, doing like badass. Yeah, know, don't tell me nothing about it though. Don't tell me nothing about it because I ain't watching it yet. Oh, all right. Well, watch it. You know, it's all right. It's all right. I'll say it's all right. But I I just wasn't um. Me personally, I need a little bit more from certain character. So right I guess on, right the movie on. was good. If you know, if I'm if I invested that much into it, it's not too bad. So um, so yeah, check it out when you get a chance, man. Um, Jojo Rabbit is out on HBO Max right now too. Who? Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Trust me on that one. I guess this is one for the for the for the family for the people who listen to us. No, 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 no. It's not a family. I don't think it's a family film. This this is a this is a oh I meant like uh, our fam like you know our people in France our people in Mexico oh yeah yeah they could all you watch this France. Jojo Rabbit was like uh, nominated uh, nominated for a couple Oscars or something like that I feel like all right some right. some some kind of awards but uh it's about World War Two Germany Nazi stuff right right I know that that I was gonna say I know that girl. That woman, um, that actress, um, Scarlett Johansson's in it. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, the director—I forget his name, but um, he's really good. Um, but but that's another good flick to check out. I gotta, I gotta watch that. You know, that's actually something I need to work on. Um, because I keep, I, I can't say that gentleman that I'm always like, yo, that dude. That girl, that that boy, oh, that... <laughs> old boy, yeah, old boy, yeah. Or I'll be like, your boy, yeah, it's your boy right there, yeah, bro. It, it's it comes because of the serving industry. Yeah. <laughs> being being a server and a bartender for so long, you know, certain things just become part of like your uh, your your language. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh boy, yeah, that boy, that boy, yeah. So oh. I, gotta, I gotta fix that. Um, but man, all right. So yeah, we, so we have yet to talk about what yeah. to talk there, about there, today. And there are there are there are a couple things I did tell the people. 
in the intro we were we were gonna get down to a couple current event things that uh that had got down gone down this week um and we can start that off <clears throat> um and 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 in the second half really get into it a little bit um but I, I, and I know one of the first things that, that came to my mind, uh, <clears throat> and it's only because I posted about it, and I, I got a pretty, well, I mean, I got a lot of comments on it, and, um, well, for me anyways, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because people would be like, a lot of comments, and, you know, you're thinking like a couple hundred, I'm like, nah, I like 50. Nah, man, you know what I'm saying, man, if I can get 30. Yeah, <laughs> good day at the Labrador household. No, but uh, but it, it was um <clears throat> because of what Jonathan Isaac said, and and obviously, um, the movement, the the black the Black Lives Matters movement, and and, and everything that's happening in sports, um, kind of picking back up again. And I'm gonna eat some crow on this podcast in a, in a few minutes, um, because I was wrong about uh about sports starting up. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and shout out to Justin, my man Justin Stokes for this. He's out of Chicago. Uh, but we, we had a little conversation um earlier this week or a couple days ago um about that. And and I kinda had to had to admit, like, yeah, I was wrong about sports starting. But anyways, um Jonathan Isaac uh decided uh not to take a knee during the national anthem. Um he also uh decided not to wear a Black Lives Matter t shirt at all. Um, which side note right? his jersey sales has skyrocketed to like number two right behind LeBron James which I'm okay with so far are, are you okay so far based on what you just said to me I'm okay with it carry on <laughs> so far so far this is what you said he's like yo I'm not gonna put Black Lives Matter on my jersey I'm cool with that you don't want no 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 no, no. not even on his jersey I mean wear the t-shirt like there's yeah, a yeah, t-shirt yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that you don't want to wear the t-shirt I'm okay with that you don't want to you don't want to kneel at the beginning I'm okay with that but carry on okay okay so so he goes he, he goes ahead and does that and uh automatically um people start to assume and, I, and I'm seeing this already Nobody has vilified him yet, but they're assuming he's going to get vilified for this action. Um, a week before, Charles Barkley and somebody else had said something about, you know, if, if, if you know, you shouldn't vilify these people if they take, if they don't, if they decide not to take a knee, yada, yada, yada. I, yeah, he's absolutely right. He's ab- 100% right. I'm not vilifying him. So when I saw that, it prompted me to ask the question. Just, you know, generally to kind of out there, the Facebook world or whatever, like what does religion have to do with? And, you know, let me pull it up because 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 I have it. I had it ready here. Um, oh, wait, my laptop. But, uh, you know, I guess along the lines, like what was so did, he, did he did he give a reason as to why he wasn't taking any? So he did at the end of the game. And I have that pulled up as well. So we can hear that. Um so I asked, can anyone explain what religion has to do with kneeling for the anthem to protest against racism and police brutality? Um, oh, 66 comments. My bad. Not my bad. man. Ah, but <laughs> my man. But um, but yeah, so I, you know, and, and I and I got a um I definitely got answers uh, all across the spectrum there, but primarily um two answers 
uh, and one of them didn't have anything to do with the question. The other one was, <laughs> no, seriously. And, and, and that's what we got to kind of talk about a little bit um, when it comes to this. I feel like because I, because people are, you know, it's a shame that they're politicizing uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, and, and making it a political thing. Um, and, 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 I, and I'll get to that in, in a second. But uh, I asked that and, and one of the, what, you know, like I said, I got two, two kind of definite, definitive answers uh, from most of the people. One, like I mentioned just a second ago, had nothing to do with the question. Now, the other answer I got was, I guess the kind the answer that I, that made sense to me was that uh, it, it it doesn't like religion has nothing to do with kneeling for the anthem and protesting against racism and and police brutality. So, with that being said, let's listen in to Jonathan Isaac's um, reasoning. Uh, and, and what he said, and 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 it's a long, it's a long interview. I'm, I'm not going to try to keep it on for for a while, um, but I, I kind of want everyone to get the gist of it. And and you, I don't know, Ross, did you hear his answer? I um, I uh, I know that it has to do. He he went into the gospel, and so um, that's that's where that's where I take. Uh, a point of contention, not a heavy one, because I'm okay with you not wanting to uh, to rock. Because if you believe that Black Lives Matter, you don't necessarily have to go on and do all these things. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I I have no beef. You don't have to be peer pressured into doing that. Yeah, you know I mean? absolutely, and absolutely, I, I I agree with you 100. percent Free country, right? Everybody mm-hmm. should be able to do what they want. Mm-hmm. If you don't want, you know, but. You just make sure that 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 you have legit reason for it if if you're going to be asked because you're going to be asked, and you know number two, just make sure you stand by your convictions, and you know and just be ready. You know, a lot of people forget, and this is just speaking generally. <laughs> a lot of people forget there are consequences to the things that you say. Mm-hmm. Like there can be, there are, and you know, it, it's, you know, you, you, a lot of people also forget that you, you know, you got to take responsibility for your words. So, you know, with that being said, let me see if I can, uh, if this is it right here. Does matter? So the, okay. So the reporter real quick, let me get some, she asked if he believes of black lives matter. Is that, is that Taylor Rooks? I believe so. I forget it, but she was the first one to ask the question. Okay. Uh, let me see this. Let me just make sure everything's right. Go ahead, man. Put that put that CSB knowledge to work. No, 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 no real quick. I, <laughs> shout out to CSB. Come on. Um, here it is. They wear a Black Lives Matter shirt. Uh, do you believe that Black Lives Matter? Absolutely. I believe that Black Lives Matter. Um, a lot, a lot went into my decision, and, and part of it is first off, um, it, it's, it's my thought that you know, kneeling or wearing the Black Lives Matter T-shirt, um, don't go hand in hand with supporting Black Lives. And so, um, I felt like just me personally, um, and what it is that I believe in, standing on the stance that um, I do believe that Black Lives Matter, but I, I just felt like it was a decision that I had to make, and, and I, I didn't, um, you know, feel like putting putting that shirt on and kneeling. Went hand in hand with um, 
I supported Black Lives Matter. It, it made me support Black Lives Matter. I believe that uh, for myself, my, my, my life has been supported uh, through the gospel, Jesus Christ, and, and that everyone is made in the image of God, and that we all foreshadow sure God's glory, and that uh, you know, each and every one of us, each and every day, do things that we shouldn't do. We say things that we shouldn't say. Uh, we hate it. We, we dislike people that we shouldn't hate and dislike. Sometimes it gets to a point where we point fingers about whose evil is worse. And, and sometimes it comes down to simply whose evil is, is most visible. So um, I felt like I wanted to just take a stand on it. I feel like we all make mistakes, but I think that the gospel of Jesus Christ is that there's grace for us, and that Jesus came and died for our sins, and that if we all will come to an understanding of that and understand that God wants to have a relationship with us, um, that we can get past and go, we can get past all the things in our world that are messed up, jacked up. Um, I think when you look around, racism isn't the only thing that, that, that plagues our society, um, that plagues our nation, that plagues our world. And I feel like, you know, coming together on that message that we want to get past not only racism, but everything that that, 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 that plagues us as a society, I feel like the answer to it is, is the gospel. <laughs> so that was, did you get to hear that? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Hopefully, hopefully my my shoddy technology here at my home office is uh, is enough for everybody else to be to have been able to hear that. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. So that's just that, that was part one. All right. Of his answer. Um, you know, he <laughs> and the last the last you know minute there, he says how oh, there's other things that are plaguing, you know, the world and society other than racism. But that's not what we're talking about right now, Jonathan. That's, exactly. That's where my beef comes in. So, yeah, I mean, you don't want to wear it. I'm cool with that. You don't want to, you don't want to kneel. I'm cool with that too. You know what I mean? But, um, but when you go off and start talking about the gospel, which you know you are, you you have the full right to do so. I just don't know what the gospel had to do with what we were, with what's being, what was being talked about here. You know what I mean? Um, again, that's, that's something, that's something that, that is a simple, um, analogy right here. It's like, yo, if we're saying, if we're at a rally talking about save the whales, are you going to come in and be like, yeah, but what about the dolphins? No, you're going to be like words, save the whales, you know what I'm saying? And then when we talk about the dolphins and yeah, you can come in and start talking about the dolphins, you know what I'm saying? But that's not what we were doing here. My brother, we weren't, we weren't saying, Hey, you know, the gospel. Let's talk. If we're if it was a conversation about the gospel, if we we're having a if we were having a theological conversation, then what he said would have been perfect. You know what I'm saying? What he said would have been perfect because someone else would have came in and said something about you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? We believe that Allah is God and Muhammad is his last messenger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Personally, you know what I'm saying. As far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? My Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ. And that's who, you know, said died for my sins and that we all come to an understanding that of that and that God wants us to have a, wants to have a relationship with us. OK, cool. So your relationship to God is through Jesus. Then boom, that's that's a conversation that we can have. You know what I mean? But that's not what we were doing. And so, yeah, it totally shifted the narrative. And, you know, not by much, you know what I'm saying? And I hope he doesn't get vilified. I mean, shout out to him for his jersey sales going up. You know what I mean? But it's just personally, I just don't think that um, I just don't think that that's the conversation we were having. You know what I mean? So you know. I, 
<clears throat> I think he's I just think he's being misguided as well and it, it's a shame the guy's 22 and you know this is a to me it's a perfect example of like kind of h- trying to hide behind religion and the bible um you, you know to, like to justify everything that's going on or just or to justify you know you sticking your head in the sand or justify your you know marketability <laughs> here in central florida um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Not, I don't know that he's hiding behind the gospel. I personally, you know what I mean. He's not. Well, well, I, I'm saying that you know he's being not not him, but someone's steering him that way. You you know what I mean? They're they're doing that for him, and and that's why I think he's saying, like, oh yeah, that that's what they told me to say. That's the answer they told me to give. Stick to this, you know this this you know whatever. Stick to my own script, which is really just like. Just misguidance. I feel like I, I think he doesn't really understand or grasp the uh, the issue at hand. Nah, I um, I don't think so. I think it was just a chance to hijack the narrative. If you if you want me to keep it a, a buck with you, if you want me to keep it real, I think it was just a chance to hijack the narrative because that's not what we're talking about at mm-hmm. all. At all, I don't I don't think that he's misguided about it at all. He he um he attends um jump jump ministries you know what i'm saying like that ain't nothing that ain't nothing but black folk you know what i'm saying it's like uh what's his name bishop deron hepburn and you know what i'm saying with his wife and all of that so no nah, I, I i think he just he just date he he just decided to hijack the narrative by talking about that you know what i'm saying but i don't think i don't think he misunderstand what is going on at all i think he's very aware you know what I mean? I, I think him retweeting a lot of Trump stuff on Twitter, you know, and 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 doing all that, kind of being a Trumper almost. I, I, I that's why I think he's a little misguided. No, I, I, brother, you would be surprised how many black people I know who are Trumpers. Unfortunately, and, and um, and um, and are they not misguided? I I don't think no, bro. I don't think they're misguided. You know what I mean? It's 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 people who are decidedly taking a stance. You know what I mean? I don't think that anybody. I don't think the. I think anybody who's voting against their own interest is misguided. But but that's the thing. When you say voting against their own interests, on which front? Because if they don't feel like they need the same thing that you are talking about, then they've it- been bamboozled and hoodwinked. That's why. Because <laughs> I see where they I see where they're at. Still, I know some of these people. And it's like, all right, you're crazy because if a cop pulls you over right now or anything like crazy like this happens, trust me, Trump ain't gonna save you. The fact that you vote for Trump is not gonna save you or support him. None of this is gonna save you. You're still not welcome in in, in, in certain parts of this country because of this. So it doesn't matter if you carry around that red hat or not. That's why I'm saying they're misguided. No, I don't think they're misguided. I think they know exactly what they're misinformed. That's what they are. I don't think so. I don't. I. I really don't. I. I they're just very naive and <laughs> any any. I can't see how you know. I mean, just how we look at Kanye whenever he went to support Trump, right? How we looked at a uh, who Steve you Harvey. Want, you want to talk about Kanye? Huh? But they're rich. They're Kanye. rich. You know what I'm saying? They're millions. And where, and where do you think? Where do you think? Jonathan Isaac stands now. Oh, exactly. Well, I, you know, I I still think 
and, and this is all right. So this is me, my personal own thing. I, I have an issue with the Magic front office and their and their ownership. Um, and I'm not a big fan of Pat Williams. I, I know he's like a co-founder and all this other stuff. I get it. I, I just think there's something weird going on still uh, with this guy, and and it all I guess boils down to the fact that a lot of um, from what I've experienced, uh, religion and Christianity here in Central Florida, they they like to nitpick it, and and they're like you know it's a kind of of nitpicking that you know like justifies slavery. You know what I mean? Or justifies with why this went down with certain groups of people, and they want to ignore it. Um, I, I, I don't I have to elaborate that. on that for me. All right. Oh man, because I know, because I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go down this weird rabbit hole because I don't. I know that it was topic. used back then. Okay, then we won't. Maybe another episode because I know. No, 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 no. I mean, I'll, I'll try to go. Go ahead. Go, go oh, ahead. Yeah, so, I was so going to say. I know that it was used back then to justify slavery. I mean, I I don't know that anybody uses it now to justify slavery. Not all right. So I, I said justify slavery as an example. I guess now they would justify why um, no interracial marriages or relationships. Right. Uh, they would justify why you know segregation still. Um, you know they would justify um, why a certain race is way better than another race. You know because they're they're, they're a lighter skin. You know what I mean? Like, so you're that, saying so you're saying Pat Williams is doing that? I'm not saying Pat Williams is doing that. I'm saying that. What I've experienced in Central Florida, a lot of churches have done that. Right. So, you know, the fact that a lot of these people are so directly involved and heavily involved uh, with these churches and, and just have such influence, you know, for such a long time while this was happening, you know, in the, in the 80s and the 90s here. Well, so. well, it depends on what church you go to. You know, yeah, it, it does. Because if you go, because if you go to, uh, if you go to Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church, you're not gonna get that. You know what I'm saying? If you go to the Allen AME Church, you're not gonna get that. You know what I'm All saying? All right. So then, what church? What churches would I be talking about? No, but so that, that I'm asking you. No, no, no. If because I'm not talking about those churches. How would you just? How would you say? So, so that's what I'm saying. So you can't say the church because when you say the church, you know what I'm saying, Bishop. <laughs> Bishop whomever down in Atlanta. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know you're what I'm right saying? So yeah. Well, what? you know, all right. So I guess when I say the church as well, and this is another disclaimer to that, because I had to edit my, my a Facebook post earlier today. Um, you know, it's almost the same way that, unfortunately, the way we shouldn't, but I do, we lump all cops in being bad because the good cops don't stand up and do what's right. So to me, you know, if you're the church and you're doing the right thing, but you see another fellow, you know, member or fellow church or whatever, I don't even know how it's called, what it's called, the proper term. Yeah, but, um, well, and that and even that gets murky. But get, carry on, and I'll tell you why it gets murky. Yeah, well, see, and that's the thing. It's 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 insane to me that <laughs> that things that should be, you know, laid out, you know, clearest day, kind of for. For, for a lifestyle of living, you know what I mean? And, 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 and whatever, it's, it's just so, there's just so many variations of it. So. Almost like, and we'll get to this later, but almost like the school system, right? Okay. Because there's no standard for this nation, right? For, for like, 
what to teach schools, what to teach in schools, in public schools. Right. So it's the same thing with religion. It's almost like no standard. It's like it's it's up to you, you know up to the interpreter. And unfortunately, we can't really, you know, we can't really believe these interpreters all the time because a lot of these people are out for their own agenda. Or or someone I'll else's take, agenda. I'll take that. I'll take that because because when you're talking about the church in general, we're talking about Christianity. Hell, when you're talking about any religion, really, you'll see that they have various sects, but sects like S-E-C-T-S. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But um, because because look, you had you had for some odd reason you had Catholicism, right? And then people broke away from Catholicism, right? Shout out to Martin Luther, right? Broke away from Catholicism. Boom. So now we have Protestantism. Well, within Protestantism, you have a whole bunch of different sects, and those sects are being are being ran by their own independent bodies. You know what I'm saying? So if you come to me, you know the guy at you know whatever Fellowship Christian Church, and you're telling me about what's going on at First Baptist Church, I'll be like, yeah, well that's your problem right there. You're going to First Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. I don't mess with them. I don't, I don't, I don't mess with them. Like, you know, we have our inter-religious, uh, what was it? The interfaith council and we meet and we talk and stuff like that. But I, I, I don't, I don't mess with them. I don't. See, and, and, and that's the problem. They have their little council meetings and nobody, and everybody's too afraid to, to say anything. It's not, it's not fear. It's the fact that they don't mess with each other. Yeah. Because of fear. Like, no, 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 Saul. It's not because of fear. It's, it's very simple. Um, you will be told that the most segregated hour in the United States is Sunday between the hours of 10 a.m. and 12. Why? Because those people go to their church and those people go to their church and those people go to their church. You know what I mean? Haitian Baptists, they will go to a Haitian Baptist church. You think they're scared of the of the other Baptist church? No, 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 no. That, that, that's, not what, that's not what I mean. I, I don't mean scared in that sense. I mean... You know, each of them, you know, if they attend these like Southern Baptist conventions or they attend whatever Baptist conventions and all these issues get brought up or they don't get brought up, you know, is it just the is, is it just all like, hey, let's shake hands. Ha, 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 we hang out. We fellowship and, you know, I'm doing finger quotes right now. You know, so you're, I mean? so you're asking about the Southern Baptist convention itself, not that in general, but just everything else, you know, things like that. Right. You're, you're saying all, all these other denominations meet. You know, somehow. Yes, because but but so I'm not sure what you're asking me. If you're talking about the Southern Baptist Convention, then yes. If you're talking about like a specific Baptist convention, then yes. You know what I mean? Like if you're talking about a specific. And then and so all right, and and if they meet and all you know, and, and and they meet there or whatever. What I'm saying is, the fact that we have so many different just variations of this is wild. So already, it's even not, though we man. Uh, if, even though essentially we all believe the same thing, right? They're it's, supposed it's, to. It's because, but but you just you just laid it out right there because it's not. Yeah. It's like we. It's like okay, so Christ is our savior. Boom, that's it. All right, cool. I don't really rock with you or whatever you talk about, and you know what? You don't have to rock with me and what I talk about because think about it. You have a situation where you even have like yes, in the past where Christianity in these United States found a way to justify slavery. Yeah. So then what ended up happening? Slaves got free, learned how to read, started having their own churches. All right. We stopped messing with that church because 
these people were able to find liberation gospel. And now the, the and now the problem is not to cut you off. I'm sorry, but uh, now the problem is those churches though are still in power. Which church? They are, or, or not necessarily in power, but I, I would I would all right. This is what I would say. I say that the majority of those churches have a lot of say in communities. What are you talking about? Political power. Oh, absolutely. If you're talking about political power, it just it's just based on what? The fact that more of their members are involved politically. That's literally what it is. I don't even know if their members would be involved politically. It's 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 I almost feel like So where does that to, power come from? There's a lot of power because you're at the you're you're at the pulpit there. That microphone. Right. The, and the, so and so who goes to your church? Member, member, so so, who's sitting on this board? That's what I mean. Mm. That's what I'm, I mean. It's just I'm glad, and, I'm, and I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> in the second half of this episode, we might get into that because I've got some news that I want to uh, <laughs> that I kind of want to drop, and I'm just right, maybe I'm hopefully right. people will, will, will come at me with some answers. Um, but um. But let, 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 let's take a quick break since I brought that up already. I, I do want to get back to Jonathan Isaac just to wrap that up real quick. Okay. Um, because I've got two other clips that I do want to play when we come back uh, from Undisputed from Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and, and what Shannon Sharp had to say about it because he kind of explained it. Uh, and so did Skip explained a lot of how I felt. Well, he um, talked about Jonathan Isaac? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. But um, also, I like I always have to do when I take a break. I need a quick refill. And, Go ahead uh, and refill, son. What are you, are you drinking? Anything, man? Nah, something? water. I had I had a couple of drinks earlier today, so I'm like, all right, I'm good. Man, just just go. You know, don't make me feel. Don't make me feel like I'm an alcoholic, man. You know, grab. Oh, grab whoa. Grab one. Your uh, <laughs> shots were taken, but if you fit. <laughs> Whatever the shoe fits. I can't, you know, and, and I would tell everybody else who's listening that, you know, make themselves a drink. But uh Yeah, you should make yourself a drink and listen. It's just that today I uh I'm going with some water, man. Yeah, well, whatever, you know, take a break, you might change your mind. I know Plus a lot of people got, listen during the got day. No ginger ale. We ain't got no ginger ale for me to make my gym buck. Nah, you don't need no ginger ale, bro. Got fruits? <laughs> Bro, I don't I don't I, I don't roll like you. I don't have hair on my chest. <laughs> Like you do, yeah. <laughs> I am. I, I'm drinking. I am drinking straight makers on the rocks. You see what I'm talking but, about? But at, the funny thing of the rocks are not actual ice. They're called spirit stones mm. from Gray mm. Mountain Mining Company. Mm. Um, so Sid had these in the freezer for like the last three years or something like that. Mm. Uh, he's never used them, but uh, I looked up on the website and you know whatever. Instead of ice, so it doesn't water down your drink. Yeah, uh, there are actual like stones, the rocks that you freeze. Literally on the rocks, my man. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, man, we I, I I hate how I I go over on time for these breaks, but I because the second half I'm gonna try not to keep it. Well, whatever, man. It's the second half. We'll see. But I mean, happens. we still got some things to talk about. I know, man, but I feel bad because I, I want you to get some sleep. <laughs> oh, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, I, so to me, I'm like, oh, you know, I feel guilty. 
But anyways, all right, quick break. Let me get a refill. Hopefully, Ross will change his mind on getting a drink, and he might <laughs> do something crazy. You know, you got a bunch of stuff there, man, in the fridge. I mean, you just mix some stuff up, you know? Yeah, you mix it. some stuff up and then fall asleep while you're doing your episode with Saul. <laughs> Blanked out, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. <sighs> I'll take my chances. I'll take my chances. I'll take my chances. You think about it. We'll be right back, guys. All right, man. Peace. To welcome everybody back here to the uh, second half of uh, this brand new episode of Saul's Life. Um, I've, I especially would like to welcome back my main man Ross. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you didn't even make a drink, did you? You didn't get make yourself a drink. Nah, man. I told you. Nah. I got no ginger ale. Uh, man, ginger ale. Uh, sounds like a bunch of excuses. What, what do no, you got? In the fridge? You got any juices? No, nah, we don't have any juices in the fridge, sir. Mm. Real talk. I think we got like Gatorade Zero or something like that. Hey, man. That you know, Snoop. That would have worked with Snoop. You know what I mean? Gin, gin and Gatorade. Yeah. No. <laughs> it wouldn't have. Did you? Do you hear the optics to that? No. Yeah, you're you're probably right. Um, I'm gonna warn you though, right now, boy. That that first uh, that first drink I had, the second half is gonna be pretty entertaining. Unhinged, <laughs> no, <laughs> ladies so, and gentlemen. That that juice got him loose. No, I. Uh, you know the worst part about it is I. Um, last week I just started. I started working out finally. Um, yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, the first month of, uh, of this whole quarantine thing, I was working out pretty consistently. Um, then bro, like probably the last two to, I mean, yeah, probably like the last two to three months, almost two and a half months, boy, I just slacked. I didn't do nothing, nothing. I ain't even mad at you, bro. Cause I'm uh, in the book. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was bad. So, um, I started going on my little. You know, got a little circuit thing. I, I, obviously, I got the bench at the house. I, I got some weights. I, I, I've incorporated a little routine. Um, but I'll tell you, this second, the second glass of Makers is going to make it a little tough to get up in the morning. <laughs> it's just going to – everything is in the wash now. Huh? Oh, my goodness. It's up in the air. But, um, you know, before – well, let me just go ahead and we'll, – we'll dive right into the second half here. Um, I want to go ahead and, and, and play this next clip. Um, Jonathan Isaac's uh, answer again, because he got asked the follow-up question, which, which was the same question I asked on Facebook. Um, then right after I, I, um, I, I play these clips for you, I, or th- that clip for you, I want to go ahead and play uh, Shannon Sharp on Undisputed and Skip Bayless on Undisputed as well real quick. And um, I just kind of want to hear your thoughts on those real quick, and then we'll go ahead and move on. Word. Um, but let me go ahead and, and, and click this up here. Set this up here. Let me see if this is it. Answer that. Go ahead. Oh, am I able to follow up with a quick one? Yes, please do. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, Jonathan, I, I'm asking this with all sincerity. I just want to really understand your reasoning for that. Can you just explain further what you feel like religion has to do with kneeling for the anthem to protest against racism and police brutality? The correlation between those two? Well, I mean, I honestly, honestly, I don't, I don't really see it as religion for myself. Um, I see it as a relationship with, with God. Through the Son and God, by sense, I feel like not only I, I don't, I don't think that you know kneeling or um, putting on a T-shirt to, for me personally is the answer. I feel like um, for me, Black Lives is the gospel. 
lot of support into the gospel that we all, like I said, have things that that, that, that we do wrong. And uh, sometimes it gets us a place of pointing fingers about which wrong is worse, you know, and who's wrong is sin. So I feel like the Bible tells us that we're all we all fall short of we're up to we all fall short of God's glory. That at the end of the day, you know, whoever will humble themselves and, and seek God and repent of their sins that, that that we could see it in a different light. See our mistakes, see people's mistakes in a different light. Or see people's evil in a different light. That it would help bring us closer together and get past and go or get past anything that you know that's on the surface and doesn't really deal with the hearts of men and women. So you know that 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 was the follow-up question. That was a follow-up answer again, which had nothing which didn't make any sense, honestly, for the question. Um and what it reminded me of, honestly, was Awana almost, you know, or, or like being in, in church youth group. And, you know, this is what they're telling you to regurgitate. If anyone says anything or they come up with any kind of question or answer, this is what you say, you know, because of the relationship I have with Jesus Christ. And like the thing is, I've lived that, you know, I, I've been there. That's why I speak about it the way I'm speaking about it with such conviction almost, because it's like I, I, I can see somebody saying that to this kid at a you know even at a young age and even now behind the scenes and especially now when you're in an environment like you are here in, in in florida and the people that he's around you know you got to protect your image and and your money as well and right. it's sad that i i think that it, it doesn't correlate with any of that and they're i that's why i say i feel like he's a little misguided on it uh, he's not misguided on his beliefs he's misguided on on the black lives matter issue and I think that these people are politicizing it to him, just like they're trying to, like, just like they try to politicize and destroy the Black Panther movement in the '60s and the '70s, when, when, when you know, the, the, people will find anything, you know, the, these racist people will find anything to discredit and negate any kind of movement that that's for equality, and that's why I feel that way about that. Um, I um no go ahead go ahead yeah you're I, I I see what you are saying and I can't wait to hear what what Shannon Sharp is saying but me what I'm saying is my man is fully aware all right but there's also and and, and maybe we're saying the same thing but like through a different lens but he's also fully aware that you know what he makes five million dollars a year that's not an issue or at least to him. You know what I mean? Maybe he's never experienced racism personally. And if he hasn't experienced it personally, then maybe to him it doesn't exist. Or to him, it's like, yeah, you know what? Everybody falls short. We should forgive everyone. And instead of pointing fingers at those who are doing wrong, we should look within ourselves and understand that we are not perfect. And I respect that point of view. I just wholeheartedly disagree with it. Yeah, unfortunately, it has nothing to do with what's happening right but now. But I That's also don't think, but I also, like, this is where you and I view things differently. I don't I don't think that he is misguided at all. I think that he is fully aware and chooses to turn a blind eye to it. Oof. That's, That's, you That's, know what? That's even worse. That's how I see it. I don't see it as, oh, man, you know, he's got some guy who's telling him, yo, don't. no, no, I think he's fully aware. You know what I mean? And he's just like, but that's not, that's not my purview. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. You know, we've had, we've, we've had that conversation, right? 
Yeah. Buy sneakers too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going on, but I'm not going to talk about it. Um, let me go ahead and play these last two clips from from Shannon uh, and Undisputed and Skip Bayless as well. Because, I, I mean, th- this, this kind of summed up how I felt about it as well. Uh, I mean, he, you know, it's crazy how much this show's grown on me and how much Skip Bayless has grown on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Skip's growing on you because of the last three months. Oof, he's he's come out and said the right things. He really has. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, hold on, the sound. By three different people. Wait, 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 here we go. These decisions made by three different people time to time. Let's start with poor Jonathan Isaac, and I say God bless you, Jonathan Isaac, because he tore his ACL last night. So yeah, and he tore his ACL the second game. Where obviously he was the first. Obviously, young black player in the right. NBA just to say, no, I'm not going to kneel and I'm not going to wear a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Right. He was recently uh, ordained as a minister back in just March. Right. So recently, he became a minister. And his point was basically that all lives matter, which is a flashpoint that you didn't love, right? And a lot of people in Black Lives Matter right. movement did not love that. But he's saying all lives are supported through the gospel. So I, I don't believe this is the way. Yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm for black lives, I'm for all lives matter. So, again, you've had issues with Christianity because over the years, back in history, Christianity has been used, to, the Bible has been used to rationalize slavery and other, um, you know, sort of demeaning of the of black people. So, are you okay with this one young black man saying, well, no, I see it very different. I'm Christian and I'm going to, I'm not going to kneel or wear a t-shirt. Yeah, the problem that I have is that he used religion. Because you have to ask yourself, in a situation like this, what would Jesus do? Yeah. Were, I told you what, what I think Jesus exactly. would do. Exactly. He would have been out there marching, protesting, sitting in the streets. He, 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 could, be every, he could be everywhere at once. No, but he would. But when people would need it, he was there. And if he'd been in the bubble, he would have knelt. That's what I'm saying. Okay, let's go to Greg Popovich. So, that's the first one, and that's I mean, you know, don't don't use religion to hide behind. That's why I say, you know, they use religion to hide behind. You know, when 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 this issue comes up, um, and it kills me. Uh, another thing that that stood out to me was he didn't even bother to put his hand on his teammate's shoulders or anything. You know, and, and people that stand up, like Greg Popovich stood up, Miles Leonard stood up. They didn't kneel. But they still had their hand placed on their teammates' shoulders. You know, they're showing solidarity. Unity. Exactly, solidarity. Showing they understand the issue at, at least. And don't get me wrong. Listen, Pop, Pop said he, he, he decided he wanted to keep his reasoning to himself. You know what? I respect that. If he wanted to stand up, because it's a free country. Mm-hmm. You do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, and, and, and he didn't want to give his reason? Yo, even better. That's fine with me. And then he went ahead and started pointing out and talking about the injustices being done to people of color in this country. Like, you know, you can't argue that. You know, Miles Leonard wants to argue about, you know, the military and blah, blah, blah. I've got an issue with that a little bit. Um, you know, and I think this next clip might say, may, might, might speak a little bit on it. And it might not. But, you know, if it does, I might go into it a little bit. If it doesn't, it doesn't only because I, I kind of want to move on. We, we kind of got... Uh, some important things to kind of shed some light on um, in this next half. But um, here's the, uh, here's the next clip. Let's see if this will, hopefully I get the sound right on this bad boy. 
no, 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 you can take it or you can leave. And which brings us to Myers Leonard. And he was the first to admit, I'm a basket case. I'm a zombie right now. I haven't slept over this. I think he really wrestled with it. He said he talked to family members and to Navy SEALs that he knows. That was Big SEALs that had those attack dogs. And the guy had the Colin Kaepernick jersey on. And he had more dogs. Not those dogs. Could be. I don't know. Here it comes. He said that you can be a patriot and support Black Lives Matter, too. And this has been another issue that you've had issues with. Because, well, what, or they, they can't go hand in hand. Right. And, and he's mm-hmm. like, they're mutually exclusive. So he wore a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, but said, no, I can't do that. Right. I can't kneel because that's, I don't kneel during right. our national anthem. Right. Again, you've had issues with that before. Because, Kevin, it's almost like if you're kneeling, you're taking, you're protesting the military. You're kneeling, you're protesting the flag. You're kneeling, oh, uh, the, the, the Bible is that, and my thing is with, with the Bible is that people cherry pick parts of the Bible yeah. to suit the cause at the time in which they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is it, see, here it is right here in the Bible, right there, black and white. There's but a question of cherry picking yeah, the Old Testament. Exactly. Yes. And a lot of people cherry pick different parts of the Bible mm-hmm. to accentuate, because remember they used that. Blacks and whites were not supposed to be together. That's what they said in Jim Crow. That's why they try to keep, well, it started like this place, but that's what they use to try to keep black and white from being together. You're not supposed to be in the same classroom, the same neighborhood, and you're definitely not supposed to be in a relationship. Although Mr. Tom was speaking in the cabin for hundreds of years before then, but that's a different story. We're talking about that on another show. Yes. So with that being said, and not a military. Skip, they, people don't realize the military didn't become desegregated until 1948. Here it is. Harry Truman signed an executive order. 99 So proud of that, Skip. I can go fight for the country. I got you. But I got to die with my own black brothers, even though we're fighting for the same thing. Mm. The freedoms. But when I come back, guess what I'm doing, Skip? I fought for freedom in Germany for people so we can have freedom around the world. But when I come back, I'm going right to the back of the bus. Mm. Damn, I can't even go in this restaurant after I gave my life. I can't even go in this restaurant. Okay. So people need to skip up. I don't have a problem. But just, you know, guys, I just have my personal reasons. Don't expand on it. Because it looks it looks ridiculous. It makes it seem as if them, the players that are taking a knee, they're protesting the military. The military don't own the flag. And the, the, the flag, it, it, when the flag represents, and what those players are basically saying, when that flag represents everything, what it said it was going to be, but I said, Skip, the flag represents exactly what it was supposed to be. They said, well, all men are created equal, where there was no women and there was no blacks in the writing of the Constitution. So it was written. So when they say all men, all white men are created equal. The Constitution, America is, is a running exactly how our founding fathers intended it to run. Nothing more, nothing less. So stop this notion. Okay. I can't believe America is like this. Yes, you can, because America was set up to be just like this. Mm. All of which I have. So, if anybody could, I don't think anybody could have put her better. Well, I've never, um, I've never wavered from that point that it makes no sense at all when people try to bring the flag into it in terms of, 
you know, that like they said, like those two things being mutually exclusive because they're not. That's number one. And then number two, that's the whole point. Like I personally feel like people disagree with the kneeling should ask themselves, why would people who were born in this country who are descendants of people who were born in this country feel that they have the right or feel that they have the need rather to quote unquote disrespect the flag. That's the question that they really should be asking themselves if they feel that this is disrespectful to the flag. You know what I mean? Like dig deeper. Don't just be like, oh, they're disrespecting the flag. Not just, oh, they're disrespecting the flag, but ask yourself why or ask them why and then try to figure it out. You know what I mean? Because if I was born in this country and I'm a descendant of multiple generations of people who were from this country, then it says a lot about the fiber of this country. If me, someone who was born here, doesn't feel like a full citizen of the country to a point where I'm willing to kneel when the national anthem is being played. Because again, yeah, the country's not living up to its full promise. So I have no qualms. I have no qualms with what, uh, with what was just said at all. Not at all. So... Like I mentioned earlier, I feel <laughs> Jonathan Isaac is just, I mean, completely missing the point. And so, and, and, and some of these other people are too, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, any of our listeners out there have anything to say, obviously, you know, it's an open forum on my Facebook page and, and everything. Yeah, hit us up yeah. on the page. Um, always open for discussion. Like, it, it, you know, that's just how it is. Um, you know, but I had people trying to tell me that I was attacking Jonathan Isaac. I had people saying that I'm a, that I, that I belittle people's intelligence and stuff like that on that post. I don't know if you got a chance to read any of those comments. Nah, yeah. See, I'm telling you, you should have, I told you, you should have, because it's uh it's interesting how a lot of stuff gets misconstrued. Um, and a lot of things get lost in translation as well. Uh, and, and it's sad because it's, you know, some of these people are like people that, you know, I've known for forever. You know, I grew up with um, dads were like my basketball coach, you know, when I was a kid and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like, um, are you completely missing the point? Are you ignoring all my other? Are you ignoring everything else that I've been saying and that's been said? Like, you know. Oh, yeah. They no, don't they, see they, you, they don't even see that. They just see like their fandom for this basketball player. And because all of a sudden. You know, now they and, and the worst part about it is this is one comment I got, which is true from my boy, uh, from my boy, Rick. He's like, uh, you know, people are going to start liking them now for the wrong reasons. And it's like, yeah, it's true. Like, you know, all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, look, look at look at old boy Tim Tebow, oh. man. <laughs> it's nothing yeah, new. But whatever. It is what it is. Um, like I said, anybody wants to hit me up about this Jonathan Isaac stuff? Let me know. You know, I'm gonna have uh, some other people probably talking about this a uh, couple other podcasts later on, just because it's you know it's an ongoing discussion. Um, all these all, all these discussions are. Um, but uh, I did want to kind of talk to you real quick about the uh, family in Aurora, right in Colorado. You got a chance to see that video? Oh man, you know that that you know that fucked up my mood, uh, bro. I, I know, man. I'm sorry. I woke up to that. Nah, that 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 fucked up my mood, bro. Like when you sent me that, when you told me to go ahead and lie, I was like, ah, you know, whatever. 
and 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 because I hadn't seen, I, you know, I spent, I've been working, I've been working from home, but um, you know, I stay, I, I've kind of tried to, uh, you know, stay away from the phone, you know what I mean? Because um, you know, it affects my productivity, you know what I'm saying? Because anything like, you know, you could go online, whether it's for social media or just to um, or just to look up stuff. You know, Yahoo gives me these little news updates, not Yahoo, ah, Google gives me these little news mm -hmm. updates. You know what I mean? And then you just have like the various things that you're connected to. So it's quick to, to uh, have access to that on your phone. So I put the phone away. Plus, you know, we tried to have like a little game night tonight. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, you know, we, we were just doing like various things, you know, and uh, so I, I, I kept the phone away. I kept the phone away just so I could be present of mind, you know, whether it's for work or just for the little time that I had, you know, with us as a family today. And so um, when you sent that to me, I finally looked it up, man. And just, just hearing those kids crying the way that they were, man, that really, that, that really messed me up. You know what I mean? But, you know, again, like this is America, you know what I mean? And, and, um, and, and you know what, there's a, there's a conversation that we're going to have to have sooner or later. I don't know if all of our listeners are ready for that conversation. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, I don't know if if whether, whether or not I or you are ready for that conversation. But, you know, there's there's this movement of like um yo is 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 it is it feasible to lead a productive stress-free life in these United States as a black person? You know what I mean? Because there's there are certain traumas that you have as a black person. You know what I'm saying? Not as a person of color, but I'm saying as a black person because you have other people of color who come to this country and are able to skirt those issues because they don't identify. Because they're light-skinned. You know, you know what I mean? Because they're light-skinned. So, people, it, it, you know, it, it's a colorism issue as well. Right, right. So... So, so, so then, so then that's the question and that'll be, that'll be another, another conversation for another day, but it's I'm just gonna like, boy, I'm gonna have my boy you know, Nelson on for this one, for the colorism convo. He, uh, he travels because, the world. He because, knows what's up. Yeah. Nah, man. And, 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 and I mean, you know, it's, it's the truth, right? The, the, the statement that Shannon Sharp made is, is something that's been resonating in my mind for at least the last decade, you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah, don't forget it. This country was created, you know what I mean? And when they talking about- It was, was know, created for oh, people not like us. Yeah, 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 yeah. All men are created equal. They literally meant all white men who own land, you know what I'm saying? All white men who subscribe to Christianity. They're, they're you know what Christianity, I mean? by the way, yeah. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, definitely. And so- um, and so th then the question becomes, you know, if it had to take amendments, right? Because it took amendments for black people to vote. It took amendments for women to Oof. vote. But the, right? it didn't even work. Right. The 13th Amendment's garbage. Right? So, so, so the fact that it took all of that, you know what I mean, to, to get to where we might want to feel equal, you know what I'm saying? So then it's, it's a question of, you know, how... How productive, you know, say how how happy of a life can you lead here 
and in a in a, in a place that does have systemic racism and 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 let's be honest i mean that's just that's just because and it's and it's and it's just throughout the western world right because most of the slaves were brought in the in latin america and the caribbean that's why that's why you have that's why you have so many black brazilians that's why even though you don't see them you have so many black Mexicans, Black Colombians, Bro, Black, black Mexicans, Kid Cudi is one of them. I'll tell you right now. You know what Mexican. I'm saying? So uh, there's there's a whole bunch. There's a, there's a there's a thing I I'll put it up on I'll put it up on the page that goes and tells you about all the Afro Latino artists and uh, just the uh, people of the Afro Latino artists that there are out right now that people don't have no idea. Yes. Yeah, so, like, so just <laughs> just it just it's just like something to think about like again is it feasible for you to be able to lead that kind of because yeah man it, this country was cr not created for for us to be successful you know what i mean um our ancestors were brought to this world you know what i mean whether we're talking about the dominican republic whether we're talking about haiti you know say so we're brought to this world as chattel you know what I'm saying that people are like oh well you know no 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 it's it's, it's not so much that they were they were slaves. They were enslaved. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So they were born into it. They were born into it and they were property. You know what I'm saying? And so um yes, some some uh I mean and, some and that's why we get treated as such, right? That's why they get pulled out of van with the fake license with the wrong license, exactly. rate, which was the rental place's fault. That's that's where I'm uh. going with you. <laughs> going with you because that's exactly why it's okay for us to be treated that way. It's okay for you to take a black baby. That, I don't that little girl that they couldn't even put cuffs no. on her because they didn't have any that would fit her hands. It's a child. That's it's why a they toddler on her. You know what I'm saying? They had that little girl on the ground, face down. The hot ground, hot that cement. That's that's something to talk about. That's something to think about, rather. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, mm. yeah. You know, so so I watched that, and um, yeah, it soured my mood. Maybe I should have made a drink. Shit. Told you, told you. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But I, yeah, I, I, I just can't believe it. You know, I. You know, if if. Oh, and and everybody says this, you know, if it was my family or if it was their family or whatever, you know, you you don't you don't know because there wasn't there weren't any men there. It was women, women and children. But even if there were oh. men there, what someone would have died. Unfortunately, probably, yeah, exactly, exactly. So we still, so we still, so we still be. Like, you know what I'm saying? How would still... anybody else act if they forced your wife and children to get on the hot cement? Put cuffs on them, and it's like a matter that could be solved. I will tell you, you know, just by 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 talking. I will tell you. I will tell you already how it would go down because I would be talking back, and then my wife, yeah, would, would tell you to because, shut up <laughs> because she wants a husband, mm -hmm. and because a father for her children would tell me to be quiet, and then me understanding that shit. If I don't, I could be taken out. You know what I mean? 
And then where does that leave them? You know? And so it's just like, it's, it's a, it's a psychological question. It really is. It really is. Because when you already know, like, man, you know, cause these people, you know, acquiesced, they were, they were compliant because they know that at any point in time, at any point in time, their lives could have been taken away. At any point in time, their lives could have been taken away because of something that stupid. And then, you know, the Aurora Police Department released an apology. You know what I mean? And it's like, really? You think you think that this this does anything? Even if you were to shower these people with money, you know what I'm saying? Even if you were to shower these people with money, it wouldn't it wouldn't help. You know, it, they tell you that shortly after when they determined that the car wasn't stolen, um, and that it was a plate situation, they apologized and then they let everybody go. You know what I'm saying? They immediately unhandcuffed everyone involved. And explain what happened and okay, apologize. Okay, cool. And then what? The, then, 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 then these people go on have a traumatized fucking life for the for forever now. That that psychological trauma go on is and get already... like a free meal at fucking Mickey D's because somebody was like, "Oh yeah, let's back the blub," like <laughs> like that stupid street says. That psychological trauma is yeah, already I, done. I mean, like I you know I don't I don't understand. Listen, people, back the blue. Is bullshit. Just because they, their job doesn't make their life more important than mine. Like it, it just doesn't. Nope. And and I wish people backed the teachers and wanted to support the education system as much as they want to support these these thugs and criminals behind badges. Because we'd be in a whole, we'd, it'd be a whole different situation. Well, we don't have shows like Law and Order for teachers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't have shows that... Yeah, we do the Matthew School uh, Bus, right? Oof, I love that thing. Ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> I said, which, which, don't get it twisted. Magic School Bus is actually a very educational yeah. show. But grown-ups who make these decisions, you know, it's like grown-ups who, who usually back the blue aren't necessarily like, you know, it does. the Magic School Bus doesn't have the same effect on you. You know what I'm saying? You don't have that many. You don't have that many shows. I don't, I can't think of any show except for The Wire that shows you the realism of being a law enforcement Oz. officer. And you know what I'm saying? Not nah, uh, wow, wow. Yeah, no, nah, that 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 was that was on some. Bro, other that tip. was the one. Yeah, man, oh, I can't. I'm scarred from watching that show. Yeah, man. Shout out to HBO and my garage. The best. Man. Sex in the City. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout, shout out to out. Sex in the City. Shout out to Carrie Bradshaw. Shout out to Mr. Big. <laughs> shout out to Charlotte for finally finding happiness with my man uh, Stan. Yeah. I guess, man. That ball Jewish guy. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah. Whatever, man. Yeah, dude. yeah, it's all right. it was that dude. It's all right. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I, yeah, so I watched the yeah. video. Yeah, it, it it was it was very upsetting. It was very upsetting, but unfortunately, um, it was business as usual. Yeah, and see, and that's the thing. It, I, you know, I like I said, you know what? And I'll end that with this. 
it's just been a very long time. And I think people have forgotten that there are consequences uh, to things they say and things they do. And, um, you know, it, I, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know who's, who's luckier that we live in a time that we live in now, probably them, because if this was any other time, I always think of the movie, um, what was that Brad Pitt movie with Anthony Hopkins? It was like in the mid nineties, the legends of the fall. Yeah. Where uh, they're like moonshiners, kind of, but they're not. Something happens. I don't know. Somehow the, the cops stop uh, Brad Pitt's brother and wife and end up killing them, so shooting them accidentally. Something yeah. weird happens, right? Brad Pitt goes on this yeah. like, Native American vigilante hunt. Yeah. I'll tell you right now cops and, 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 and politicians and stuff are lucky we're not living in those times. <laughs> Because, because well, I will tell you straight up, and and you know I'll we'll talk about this real quick uh, after you know this racist lady down the street from my house, but she got arrested, thank God. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to watch the video. I wasn't yeah, sure what no, was going it was, on. Well, weird video, but uh, you know people people forget like yo, you you're gonna put my family in danger, you know, especially with the school board situation. You know, you want to put my family at risk. Literally, like my mother and my nieces, you know, and my and and, and my sister, like you want to put them at risk, um, and and just because of, of of your political games and your political agenda, you know, and I'm I'm literally speaking to Ricky Booth and Tim Weishire. They know what I'm talking about, and you know, it's I already posted a video the Osceola School Board meeting that happened last time, and and and. And I'm glad I wasn't the one that had to say it. I'm glad somebody else was there. But, like, they want to put families at risk. And what we were speaking about earlier on our thread as well. Like, some people don't have much to lose. And I, and I, and I said it on the thread. I'll say it now. Like, you forget, people could just walk up on you anywhere. At Walmart, whatever. And slap, slap you up. <laughs> and, <laughs> just slap you up. Why? I ain't got no kids. Remember, I have no kids. I don't have a wife. Yeah, you gotta relax. But I'm just saying. Because even if something like that was to happen, it still would have changed the you know fact what? that it, it, you know, it, they made the I decisions. Slapped him up, though. That it would made. change the fact that he got slapped up. And and maybe he would think about, well, you know what, man? Maybe there might be another maniac out there that might want to smack me up. Let me let me actually put I my Christian morals it. to use. Or to use. I'm sorry. My Christian I said youth because he worked with the youth group at church, but let me put my Christian morals to use and, and, and actually not make this a political agenda. I'm sick and tired of, 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 of a certain group trying to say like, oh, this is political. And this is, and no, it's, you're, they're the ones that are making it political by saying any of this. This is life or death. Literally, this is a human rights issue. And we got clowns running, you know, counties that think like, oh yeah, it is what it is because of a certain political agenda. I found out what church they go to, by the way. That's going to be in a little bit. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, this racist lady down the street from my house got arrested for going ham on some lawn some lawn workers. This was on Briarcliff, bro. You come outside my street, you hang a right, 
you you go past two lights, two street lights. That's it, and you're at this lady's house. Okay. That's where I live, apparently. <laughs> and she's gotcha. going ham. I don't know if anybody got a chance to see this, but apparently Florida again makes internet news because of uh, blatant racism. What happened in that video? Because I didn't see why why she even started. Bro, I don't know. Like I peeped, I started watching it, and then I just saw a cop put her in handcuffs. And she started cussing. Oh no no no! There, there was a video before that. I uh, know I didn't see the previous oh, she goes video. Ham on some lawn, some lawn guys dropping dropping n yeah, bombs no, out the yeah. wazoo on them. Yeah, like uh, oh yeah, yeah that, that's the video. Oh, oh my goodness! But thankfully the cops actually, you know, and it's funny they just cuff her nicely. She's cursing them out, going ham on them. <laughs> Anybody yeah. else? They would, of course, <laughs> they would, you know. Of course, but yeah, you know, the, the, what world? What kind of world are we living in? Seriously, like right now, right now, with all this technology, all the advancements we've we've made, right? Why are things like this so? Ha- Why would somebody accost lawn guys and call them, drop the n bomb on them? Edwards galore because they because they feel better than them because they feel better than them that's why have we not advanced as a society past this just a little bit no not at all yo have you ever no bro it's 2020 have you ever watched uh, a plastic surgery like have you ever watched somebody get their nose reduced or get higher cheekbones or get a breast implant. That is the most barbaric thing ever. Ugh. You know, people get fat. Rem- that is the most barbaric. Giving thing birth ever. is barbaric, bro. What are you talking about? Well, no. That, that, I saw that video that, in eighth grade. Some- I was scarred for life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that it's barbaric. No. <laughs> but, but yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's that's the world we live in. I'm I, embarrassed um, living down the street from that. I I, <laughs> I think I um you know there's a concept that I was taught when I was uh yeah I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a flex Oof, a little bit. I like it. There's a concept I was taught when I was a student at St. John's um University, and it's very simple. It's called realpolitik. You know what I'm saying? Which really, when you read that word, it means real politics. You know what I'm saying? Which is a system of politics or principles based on practical rather than moral or ideological considerations. Basically, yo, it's it's just what's in front of you. You know what I'm saying? We'd like to think that we live in an advanced society. We don't. We don't. People will people will just, you know, cater to their own needs and their own wants that's 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 basically what this life is about unfortunately that's why when somebody does something so visceral i'm not surprised because that's what she really feels like inside you know what i mean a lot of people who were shocked after the the election the election of, of donald J. trump i was shocked as well but people who were shocked at the the fact that oh man 
you know, didn't know that there was so much racism in this country. Yeah, man, that's always been there. It's always been there. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, man, it's if somebody who behaves like that, I'm not shocked at all. You know what I mean? A lot of times, you know, people will be like, oh, well, that's something that you would expect in X, Y, or Z location. But it's like, nah, man. You have somebody like that right now who lives in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? You have somebody like that right now who lives in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, not, it's not anything that is, that is exclusive to a certain kind of people. It's not something that is exclusive to a certain area of the nation. That's just, that's just how it is. Hmm. I know that What's was that? very um yeah, positive no, statement right. on my well you know speaking on uh depressing ass shit <laughs> um <laughs> yo Fred Hawkins Jr. Yeah I don't find his story to be let's depressing. uh let, let, let's 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 turn Osceola County we're talking to you right now just for a second um all right what like, what's going on with this guy so i so um governor ron DeSantis suspended him from office as of uh the 31st of july so he's not allowed to do any political action because he's an osceola county commissioner has been what, i believe what does since osceola 2000- county commissioner do do you know well yeah they make they basically sit on a commission i believe there are five of them let me give you a real number, but I believe there are five of them and they sit on a commission and they make various decisions about what happens in the county, especially in terms of development. You know what I mean? So they make decisions of that mm. sort. See, right there, and then you have- right there, I, I already know they're just getting some kind of sleazy money from these construction companies. But whatever, I'm not going to go d- dive into that without any definitive proof. Everything I'm saying about this right now is just a legend. <laughs> but I did work in the industry for a second. Yeah. But anyways, I'll, I'll so, get so there are, later. So there are five okay. of them. So there are five of them. All I right. was correct. All right. Um, so, so, um, so he's been suspended. So he's suspended. Obviously, he's not why? getting paid. Why? Suspended? What did this guy do? All right. oh, I'm getting there. <laughs> getting there. So, so um, according to um, a press release from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement back in November 7th, 2019, um, Hawkins, Fred Hawkins tried to get access to, to an election for um, the Turnberry Reserve Homeowners Association. Now, if you don't know what the Turnberry Reserve Homeowners Association is, um, Turnberry is a community that is, on, that is in Osceola County. It is on Boggy Creek on your way to the airport. I don't know if you've been in that area as of late, but it's actually very developed. There are quite a few subdivisions. Do you remember the Austin Tyndall soccer? Yes, Austin soccer fields. Yeah, you could either take a right or a left. You take a left, you get to the airport. You take a right, you go to the soccer fields. Turnberry is literally across the street from there now. Hmm. All right. So he was trying to get access to, uh, to an election of the Turnberry Reserve Homeowners Association which, by the way, he is not a member of because, well, he doesn't live in Turnberry, right? So the HOA had rented out the library at Eastlake Elementary School, which, by the way, shout out to Eastlake Elementary School. Shout out to Mrs. Ray Almudo. That was my son's kindergarten Hi. teacher. Shout out to 
Shout out to Miss Glasheen. That was that. That's that's my son's librarian. Yeah. Uh, amazing school. I just I just fully disclosed when my son goes to school. I feel a little weird about <laughs> that, good. but yes. Um, anyways, Ross, do, Ross, do, Ross, do, Ross, do you I don't have any kids. Talk I don't have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I. That's all no. I can say about that. <laughs> So, so anyway, my man ran up to the door of the library, and then he got checked by the security guard. And then like when the security have. guard was, and then when the security guard was not willing to let him in, my man flashed a sheriff's office badge to the guard and told him to back mm. off. And he goes on to say, according to the report from FDLE, he goes on to say, "I am a sheriff. I am with the sheriff's office. You are about to get arrested." Then he pushed the guard out of the way and he walked into the room. Mm. So, turns out that he has an honorary badge. He is a special deputy with the Osceola County Sheriff's Office. However, he does not have arrests, arresting powers. And more importantly, um, he's never been certified as a law enforcement officer in the state of Florida. So, no one from the Sheriff's Office requested him to take any action as a special deputy. As a result of that, some investigation has been going on, and um, he turned himself in on July 20th. He was booked into the Osceola County Jail. He posted a hundred, yeah, right. He posted a thousand dollar bail, and um, yeah, he's out right now. And uh, even though he is suspended, he's like, yo, I'm staying in a race because he is running for. Um, well, I think he's running for House Seat 42. I think that's my district mm -hmm. for the House Two for Florida House Seat. You are correct. Yeah, so he's so he's running for Florida House Seat 42. He's staying in the election, and um, yeah, um, the the spokeswoman for his uh, for his state house campaign, she uh, issued a, a, a written statement, and it goes a little. Oh, I love it. This. Read it because I read it earlier. But go ahead, Commissioner Fred Hawkins did not impersonate an officer as is charged. And what will be proven is that he is innocent of the allegations through due process. What will be proven is the commissioner was merely trying to gain access inside a meeting room where an HOA meeting was growing contentious and citizens were getting unruly. Hawkins attempted to reach a deputy and hopes of de-escalating the situation when he was blocked by a private security guard who was already warned not to block the door. As an aside, Hawkins had requested that charges not be filed against a private security guard who was arrested for battery against him. Commissioner Hawkins has routinely cooperated with investigators in an open in honest fashion, and will continue to do so in this next. Yeah, phase. that's because he knows he got buddies there or whatever. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> I love this because he's a fucking scoundrel. Um, he's also tied into Ricky Booth because he there there are funds that are that have been allocated from Fred Hawkins to Ricky Booth's campaign because Ricky Booth is running for. Um, county County commission. Thank you very much. Uh, mm -hmm. There's also some other shady stuff going on because Deborah Pace is first cousins with Ricky Booth by blood, not just marriage. Mm -hmm. 
And, there, you know, people need to kind of investigate into that. Look into that a little bit. Also look into Fred Hawkins' money going, you, you know, fund money going into Ricky Booth's funds or campaign uh, for funding. Um, because it, it is, it, there's just a weird little incestual web going on in Osceola County. Did you just say there's an incestual web going on in Osceola County? I'm just saying County. these are the things that have been brought to my attention. So, so I'm okay. So, just <clears throat> maybe we'll need to do an episode. Oh my god! That? Well, gonna... you know what? The more information I'm going to gather about this, especially leading up to the election, the more I will because um, there's a Mr. Bass involved in this as well because he's running for Ricky Booth's seat on the school board. A Mr. Bass? Who? I don't know. Yeah, B A S S. We're going to get him on blast too because. There is just too much weird stuff going on in this county. Tied in the well, well go ahead. I, I I don't have qualms, you know what I mean, in terms of you saying that because man, it's politics, bro. I mean, think about it. You know, one of the greatest presidents in these in these United States history, John F. Kennedy, had his brother as his consigliere. Right, and he was the he was the attorney general of the country, and then his other brother was a senator for the great state of Massachusetts. Mm. So you know, you 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 got you got to. I'm looking forward to what you have to say. Oh, trust me, I'm looking forward to the rest of the information that I'm that 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 I'm gathering, so I can kind of finally put this a little put put this together. Um, because I'm hearing you say that, and you know what's going on in my head right now. I'm like, there you go again, realpolitik. It's, you know, it's just, that's, it's, it's a practical thing. You know, say, I'm in there, I'm going to try and get my peoples in. Oh, uh, you know, and, and, and there's something to be said about that. Um, <laughs> like, it, it's not... It's, it's, it's not... I guess it depends what the, what the end goal is. And if it's not the betterment of your constituents, then, you know, you're doing not only yourself a disservice, but the great people of whichever county that voted you in. Oh, man, it's never about the betterment of your constituents. And that's what we got to change, unfortunately. Let's, 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 let's be honest about that. Let's be honest about that. You, you showed me a good politician. And I will show you a politician who hasn't been corrupted yet. It, uh, man, I was gonna, I was looking something up and I forgot what it was real quick. It was on my Facebook page and now I forgot because it was like correlated to this. But, uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's just wild to me. Just, just, just these weird connections, uh, with these people and, and, and what the weird connection is with the school board. And why Osceola County, as well, is the only county that doesn't have an, a digital option, at least for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, no, nah, it's straight up. You got to go straight digital. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Like for the teachers, or or, or, or for anything. So it's the only county out of all the Bro, counties. I, I'm telling you, I posted. Yeah, I look. Lake County's got an option. Orange County's going digital. I, Osceola County is 
in Central Florida for sure. He's the only county that is not giving the teachers okay. an option, not even like or any or, or digital option like for the teachers or anything like that. It's it's some weird shady stuff that's going on. It, it just is, and uh, and the fact that Ricky Booth, trust me, Tim Wise hire is is connected in all this as well, and all these guys. It is it it it's just the craziest thing to me. Oh, I think. Hold on, let me see if I. If, if 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 I if, if if maybe I found it here, um, but uh, let me see. Is this it? It is uh, so oh, so this is this is the guy that's kind of connected in all this too that we need to look at. The guy who's running for mayor in Saint Cloud. He is also the founder Which... of Cornerstone Church, and I believe. My man's name is Nathan Blackwell. Oh, he's currently the currently mayor. Of... The mayor of St. Cloud right now. That's not good. Um, that's not good at all. And uh, Nathan Blackwell, this Cornerstone Church, Booth and Wisehire both attend there. There, I'm telling you right now, I, I. I haven't connected the dots 100% yet. I'm I'm pretty close. But there is some weird stuff going on with these guys. Especially Fred Hawkins. <laughs> you don't like Fred Hawkins? Bro, huh? all this... All, I mean, why is he trying to get into an HOA meeting? I don't know where. That he doesn't even live in. You know, all these developmental meetings. I'll tell you right now, Pertle, the construction company, is involved in this as well. Hurdle. Who? Hurdle Construction. I'm telling you. Look, <laughs> there's so much weird stuff happening um, in Osceola County. And I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, Osceola County's got a, a, a majority of Hispanic and, and African American, you know, families that live there. And I don't, I don't think it's a, it's a coincidence that they want to just open things up, send all these people back to school. You know, we saw the picture. There's a picture circulating online about school opening up the first day in this county in Georgia, and these kids are just packed shoulder to shoulder in the hallway. Um, there, there are new medical reports coming out. You know, where where kids carry this disease and and transmit it just as much, if not more, than adults. And they want to keep things open. They want they 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 want to push their agenda. Yeah. You know, over the lives of of these, you know, multi generational families that live in Osceola County, and everything else, it is it is weird. It's just weird. All I'm saying is, it is just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up to me why these guys are pushing for this. Why? What's his name? Is it Kelvin Soto that's on the board as well? Spineless coward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all these, like should just stand up for the right thing. This isn't a political issue. When did people's lives and health become a political issue? That's the thing I don't understand. So, you know, we got to figure out what these guys are doing. You know what? I might mask up and take the risk to go see my man Nathan Blackwell over at that church in St. Cloud one of these Sundays and catch these guys out there just to have a friendly conversation. You know, we're at church. Ain't nothing going to happen. But I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's insane to me. And then it's insane like, the connection between all all of these guys, between Nathan Blackwell, Fred Hawkins, Ricky Booth, 
Deborah Pace and Tim Weishire. Some weird stuff happened in Osceola County. And you know what? Hopefully I'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> well, you have to now. You got me on the yeah, cliffhanger. Because you took me. I wasn't expecting yeah, any of this. I'm telling you, man. I, I You know, it, it's just there comes a certain time, you know, and, and a point in time where it's like enough is enough. You know, these people are all doing things for their own agenda. And not for the for the good of everybody else there, and and they clearly don't care about uh, the African American community. They don't care about the Hispanic community. Um, you know, this isn't like some weird cliff I'm I'm going out on by saying that. This is the this fact of the matter. I'm telling you right now. I went to the church with this guy. He don't care about you. Like it's 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 a shame. And and that and, and again to, to speak on, you know, I hate to go off on these tangents, tangents, but to speak on, you know, you know, the church itself, like, you know, the pastors at these churches, at at any, even if you, you think you're the right church, you know, and, and you think you're the the cool pastor, the good pastor, the the pastor that, that that that's hip to this, that knows what's going on, you're still not saying anything. You know, I saw the sermon of First Baptist Kissimmee last Sunday. You know, one of the youth pastors did their thing, put up pictures of George Floyd and protests and whatever. Very vague pictures, minus George Floyd and, and Donald Trump. But then he didn't even speak about them all. He just skated around, you know, the the issue, just pussyfooting around everything. And was he? I didn't, I yeah, didn't no, peep. it's okay. And 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 you know, but I did, and and it kills me because it's like I. You know, you, you almost see what he's trying to get at, but then they're almost too scared because they don't want to bother the congregation. You know, they don't want to upset their congregation. You know what? Jesus didn't care. <laughs> Jesus upset a lot of people. Was a super upsetter. Straight up. And uh, and it blows my mind that they're just so chicken. You know, to to stand up for what's right, and 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 they're letting everybody else in their congregation church members and, and other people just dictate what Black Lives Matter is, politicize it, you know, and, and when we know what it really means. You know what it really stands for. We all know by now. If you don't know and you don't want to say these words, you, you, you're scared to say this or, or whatever it is, and, you're, and, and your excuse is, oh, well, the political movement of this and they're, uh, no, 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 that, that's you. That is you yourself. That's your issue inside of yourself that you got to deal with. Because you know, you can make anything political. But human lives and, the, and, and, and human rights and the treatment of humans isn't political. Facts. So I'm tired of this whole division and, 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 and that's what I mean ultimately. You know, when I'm angry with the church, specifically you know, my church that I used to go to. Oh, well, do that. Don't say the church. Name well, a church. First Baptist Kissimmee specifically, but I say the church. There you go. Because they're just like the cops. They stand by and let all the other churches say whatever, you know, do whatever instead of just like, hey, th- th- we, we, we don't stand with this. This is wrong. This does not go. This isn't a line. 
with the lifestyle that Christianity is. You know, they're afraid to call each other out. So they're all to blame in my book. But more specifically, if we, yeah, like you said, if we want to get down to it, the church I attended and spent, you know, my pubertive years at pretty much, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's crazy that, you know, a lot of these people are, are my friends, again, finger quotes, but they're too scared to speak about these issues. Human rights issues, not, 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 not church issues, not religion, not anything. These are more, these, this is moral. This is human rights. This is, you know, the treatment of fellow Americans. Like I was born here in this country, (laughs) you know, and then I get older and I think like, man, I don't get the same, the same treatment as everybody else. And I put in the same kind of hard work and they look at me differently. I come from New York. I moved to Florida. Now I'm a loudmouth northerner with an attitude, right? So the education system, I I don't get the best of that because my name's not, my last Mm -hmm. name's not Beach. Give me a break. So that, you know, that's why, that's why I'm so hard in Osceola County, first off, because that's where I grew up at. I was born in the city, New York. I'm from New York. I'm, look, I'm from I'm from the city. I'm from the Bronx. But I spent more time here in Central Florida than I did over there, unfortunately. <laughs> My man said, unfortunately. You know, and and, the, and and you see the difference between the education systems from the south and up north. When I when I when I came down that. here, I thought you know I was still back. I, I was like two grades behind. All of a sudden, like what they're teaching you, and I was like, well, we learned this already like three years ago. But I have an attitude problem. I've got a loud mouth. So now, you know, they stick you in the classes with all the bad kids. That's what happens. And you don't realize that until you're done and gone with the whole system anyways. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, these people that say they're Christians and that care about people, but then they, they sit here at these county commission meetings and, and these school board meetings and, and no 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 you're liars and I'll tell you right now you're lucky I don't live in I, I personally don't live in Osceola County but I visit a lot <laughs> and I'll tell you right now I'm not looking for them but if I ever catch them in public we will have words they're public officials fact and that's that. And they better not run from it. I'm talking to you, Wise Hire. I'm talking to you, Miss Brady. But it is what it is. And I'm tired of all this. Fred Hawkins, the person that's a cop, so gets to run for whatever he's running for. Give me a break. I mean, that's that's he that's not that's nothing new though. You know what I'm saying? Like we I, we talked about that, yo. You man, you man, <laughs> you man, Marion Barry smoked crack and got reelected. I'd you know I'd, I'd rather smoke crack than pretend to be a cop. <laughs> ah, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So until until like in all honesty, and you know these are the United States until he gets uh what do you call it? 
indicted until he gets found guilty, he'll be allowed to do that. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Um, man, what else, what what else were we trying to hit on real quick? Because that's it. I'm I'm done with the school board. Oh man, and then, and that was pretty much it. I mean, I mean, does it matter <laughs> <laughs> at this point? At this time, yeah. shoot. I mean, I, you know, I just, I don't want to hijack the show. I hate doing that. Um, you know, you, you, you brought up some pretty interesting stuff. I know we didn't get to the Axios interview with Trump, unfortunately. Uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's out of his Did mind. you see any of that? Oh, okay. no. Nah. Well, that's all right. Well, that's nah. good. That's good. <laughs> I, I, I saw, I saw, I saw nah. it in its entirety. Um, for me, do me a favor sometime this week. Just try to catch it. I, I said so. Then, so then, so then, do me a yes. favor and sometime this week watch his interview with Chris Wallace on Fox News. Send me the link. I yeah, shall. I'll watch that for sure. I for shall sure. because there are quite a few notable quotables on there. So please, yeah, I'll send you the link and you watch that one and we can discuss that. We could discuss both of these. That's why I was like, you know, we could definitely discuss the Axios interview and the Chris Wallace interview from Fox because I knew I knew that they would I knew that they ran parallel to each other. Bro, it is I you know, my I I'll, I'll be honest, 100% honest. My head started to hurt 5 minutes in. Listening to him talk, no lie. Yeah, it's a good few minutes. Yeah, I'll send you a link. Like it, it blew my mind. Um, I'll send you a link. Oh man, what else did we have on the slate, real quick, before uh, we get into shout outs and all that? Well, we were well, we were going to talk about um the people who who went to the Florida Sheriff's Association. Oh, uh, what was up with that, real quick? Well, it's pretty simple. Like um, on July twenty seventh, there was the. Florida Sheriff's Association meeting. Um, I believe it was in Tallahassee, Florida. And there were about 60 people in there from across the state. And some of the state's officials, like you had some of the state's top officials there, like uh, Ron DeSantis, Ashley Moody was there, um, Mark Inch, and uh, Chris Sprouse. So Ashley Moody is the attorney general. Um, Mark Inch is the corrections secretary. So he's like in charge of all the, all the jails mm-hmm. and prisons. Chris Sprouse is the speaker of the house. And, um, you know, you had a couple of uh, sheriffs from around the state who were there as well. And um, two days later, um, an unidentified attendee notified the Florida Sheriff's Association that he or she tested positive for COVID-19. So it's not so much, oh, that person got infected there. No, that person went there <laughs> as, <laughs> and they were infected. You know what I'm saying? And then by Friday, um, Inch, who is the correction secretary, um, Ricky Dixon, and and that's the deputy deputy secretary of the Department of uh, of Corrections, um, Mike Chitwood, and uh, yeah, Mike Chitwood disclosed that he had tested positive for like all three of those guys declared that they tested positive for. Uh, for uh for COVID nineteen so and then on just, just infecting everybody. 
I go don't ahead, know. Go ahead. Well, no, if they've met with him, that like that's like within that's within two weeks. Them testing positive is like within two weeks, unless unless the virus has morphed. Um, I think that these people were already infected when they went. And then um, Gilchrist County Sheriff Bobby Schultz tested positive too. Um, but um, I was I was more shook by the fact that Mike Chitwood um, tested positive because I actually like Sheriff Mike Chitwood. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. He's from Volusia County. And I remember um, about four years ago. So about four years ago, um, it was around the time that um, not yet. Yeah, it was around the time that Lando Castile and Alton Sterling were killed by law enforcement officers. Um, Radio Lab, a show on NPR, did a uh, they did an episode on um, on police violence, and um, and had Mike Chitwood on there because um, the. The sheriff, the, the county, the Volusia County actually has one of the lowest officer involved shootings in the in the country. Ah, that's good. To, that's nice. Yeah. To know. In the country. And um, Orange County is uh, one of the top. To well, violence. I don't know when if Orange County is one of the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. So overall excessive force usage, yeah. Orange County's like top five. Yeah, and um, and basically he was, you know, they were they were talking to him. You know, obviously it's, it was a piece about what they do down up there, rather, because we're south of there. But yeah, what they do over there, and um, you know, I just it it just really st- stuck with me, and um, yeah, you know what I mean. And and they really like talk about de escalation, like they train, like they embed that in there. And their um and their rookies and their uh, not r- rookies but recruits, you know what I mean? Like to um de-escalate the situation, you know what I mean? And things that I that we've talked about in the past in terms of like um you know community policing, you know what I mean? So they try to have like the officers, you know, they encourage the officers to build relationships with the with the people who live in the areas that they that they patrol. Because now when I pull you over. It goes from me pulling over, you know, black male and near downtown Orlando to me pulling over. Hey, yo, Saul, what, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Big difference. Big difference. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know about you, but I know like in multiple conversations I've had at my job about, you know, police brutality. I'm like, but what if that was to happen to me? And then the response would always be, well, that wouldn't happen to you. I know you, you're not like that. And then it's like, boom, it's it's just that. Like, if people would have relationships with them, you know, it, I, I believe it, it could, um, it could, you know, war, war off, ward off such high numbers of law enforcement killing Black people. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so, so that's why I was bummed out about Mike Chitwood getting it, because I know that over there in Volusia County, they actually do a good job of community policing. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. That's interesting. Yeah. Holy moly. I don't know, though. Man. I don't know, Ross. So it'll be another conversation for another yeah, day, sir. I guess so. Um, Did we miss anything? I don't think so, man. We talk. I know. 
I know all these people <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, kind of got COVID. I, I guess you're saying they, they might have had it before they met with the Sanses. Personally. Yeah, but I don't know, man. My man might be asymptomatic. I told you, <laughs> told you that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> just willy-nilly just passing it around to everybody and it's just like uh not a good look but um you know whatever i guess uh hopefully karma does its thing (laughs) (laughs) oh man um god i feel like i hijacked this episode i hope i didn't um it's fine good we conversed, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything else that we need to close up on. I mean, Jonathan Isaac, uh, buddy, he just he's got a got a lot to learn. Um, <laughs> uh, besides that, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone knows my anger towards the school board and uh, how I feel about that. Yeah, that might be it, man. I think this is a wrap. Give me some shout outs. Yo, the fam, because um while I'm in here, they out there waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to my wife, my son, daughter, for uh patiently waiting for me to come back out so that everybody could go to sleep. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um let me see. You know what? Quick shout out to uh to Brandon. Uh, <laughs> Word, Brandon Collins, American Collins, yeah, American Collins. Uh, what kind of mayo? And also medium popcorn, bro. I also saw a post. He hired an intern. He hired. Yeah, man. He got a production company, hired bro. An intern. He got a production company, bro. Man, what are we? We're, we're slacking, man. Listen, if you let if you let me run some of these schemes that I'll be talking about in our oh, chat, all right, bro. all right, just run it, man, just run it. Because I don't, I mean, I'm, you know, what I'm saying? Hired we, get, the minute, yeah, we get we get we get the LLC, we get the LLC on top, get one of those PPP loans. You know what I'm saying you saw my yo, you saw my man bought a my man bought a Lambo with the PPP the money. The Come Porsche. on, man, the other guy bought a Porsche with a fake check. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't encourage that, but you know what I'm saying. If you could, if you could run the numbers right, oh, you know what I'm saying? Right. Man, hired an intern. God, intern, I wish you would have hired me. I need a job. That's a big, that's a big <laughs> flex, you <know>? That's <laughs> a big flex. Oh man! All right, Rasta. Um, everybody, check me out on Saul's Life on Facebook. Uh, Solly D's on Twitter. That's D E E Z. Um. And then Saul underscore Wall on Instagram. Uh, Ross and I both post stuff on Saul's Life on on Facebook. Just uh, always articles or any kind of clips that are pertinent to anything we're talking about. Um, but yeah, I, I guess besides that, I'm on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Spotify, Saul's Life. Check out Ross and I. And um. Yeah, man, I think that's it. Everybody have a great day. I feel like everybody listens to this during the day predominantly, like uh, while they're at work. Word. So have a good day. Be productive. Yeah. Don't get drunk. Unless you're not doing anything, get day drunk. That's my favorite kind of drunk. <laughs> day drunk is the best drunk. 
Day drunk is the best drunk. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, Take care, everybody. Peace. Peace.